When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody, welcome back to the 104.6.1 podcast. I have a little bit of a guest here, one of my good friends that I met down here in Florida. He is the winner of last week's competition or last week's raffle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this guy right here I met at work at Nike when I moved to Florida. And uh, ever since then, our little click I've mentioned a few times, uh, the rank group. This is uh, this is the A of the rank. This is my boy, one of the greatest shooters I've ever seen in my life. AJ Morales, what's going on, bro? How you doing, man? Welcome to the podcast. What's good, Kev? I appreciate it, man. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I'm a little offended that you started it off with uh, a little uh, friend. Um, I I know that was on purpose, so um, you you better watch your back, man. Don't start, don't start getting feisty with me, (laughs) stuff already. All right. We just started. Listen, there were no jabs here. You're just the shortest one in the group. It's okay. Okay, Nick and I are the same height. I mean, it depends. It depends. If Nick lets his hair grow out, he might be bigger. I'm growing my hair out too. That doesn't count. Anyway, so Mr. Morales, you are the winner of the competition of last week. You provided me with three movies, and uh, if you want to start, what are your three movies, my good man? All right, so um, you know it's it's really diverse, yes. Um, but the first movie, Space Jam, all time classic. Um, my second favorite was I Am Legend, and my third one is Grown Ups. Okay, okay. Very, very diverse. I like that. We have a childhood favorite. We have action, adventure, sci-fi, and then we have some comedy. So give me some give me some background. Let me know what it is that makes those three your favorite. Is it just something in the movie that stands out? Is it Salma Hayek and Grown Ups? I don't know. I don't, that's what it is for me, but, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that basketball's been a passion of mine since since I was five. Uh, I remember, you know, me- memories of rolling around in the stroller. Shooting a little hoop, uh, the walker, excuse me, not a stroller. Um, but Space Jam is just one of those classics, man. I mean, Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes. How how could you not get hyped up for that? Uh, you know, dunking the ball from half court, game winner. Uh, everybody tried to do it on their little home basket. Um, and of course, of course, I know you agree with this. The iconic Space Jam Elevens, that beautiful shoes, beautiful shoes. So uh, it's just it, it's a you know, a, a heartwarming movie all around. Um, not a lot of conflict. Obviously, it's a kid's movie. Um, Michael just comes down and he saves the day. So that, that's why uh, Space Jam makes it so high on the list. Space Jam is definitely a personal favorite of mine, especially because that's where I got my love for UNC with the UNC basketball shorts that he had to go get when Bugs and Daffy had to go break into the house. Um, yes, sir. partially where I fell in love with Jordans, especially not only because of the Space Jam 11s, but because of the Jordan 9s that they had to get from the mantle in the oh, yes. in the trophy room. So, I mean, like that movie definitely speaks volumes to most of our childhood. But I have to ask, are you excited about Space Jam 2? Because we both know Ricky's ecstatic because your his boy is the cover. His boy is the staple athlete on the cover. <laughs> 
All right, now I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, uh, as far as the LeBron Jordan debate go, depends which side of the bed I wake up on. Um, but I, I I'm not as excited for this uh, second Space Jam only because I, I feel like you can't recreate that, man. I Le, LeBron ba- basketball basketball skill aside, all right, that that Space Jam um, you know plot was like once in a way. Are the aliens gonna attack again? Is that, they're, they're gonna have another game. The monsters for, had babies. That's what it's got. Come be. on, man. No way. No way. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go into it with an open mind, but I'm just uh, I'm getting a gut feeling it's not it's not gonna live up to the hype. Uh, it's not gonna hit the bar that the first one set. I couldn't agree more. I'm not excited. I mean, everybody knows I have a little bit of a bias towards Braun, but I mean, movies like that don't need sequels. You know, like they're just, it just yeah. feels beyond yeah. forced. And if anything, to me, it only shows Braun chasing Jordan Shadow that much more. That one iconic movie that set him forward. I don't know. I mean, that to me, ever since I heard the vibe or the rumor that it was happening, I was like, he wants to beat Jordan or be like Jordan so bad. He needs to emulate him enough to repeat the movie. Like, it's like yeah. you said, I don't know what storyline you're going to go with. It just doesn't make much sense. So I don't. I'm gonna watch it because it's still Space Jam, but at the end of the day, it's I'm I'm not looking forward to it. You know, I agree. I agree. And, and if I can make one more uh, quick note on Space Jam, I, I think another reason that that it's so impactful is you know, uh, we didn't get to watch Jordan in his prime. And <laughs> let me tell you, Jordan in that Looney Tunes game, I can't imagine he was much better than that in his prime. All right, my man was getting buckets. Okay, so so it was so a mismatch. Yep, yep. The little little dude can't guard him. He's too quick for the big dude. It, it is what it is. But uh, even at the end of the movie, you know, you, we got some really good highlights of uh, Jordan and wearing his forty five jersey and and putting up buckets in the league. The man is that's like the only player I know that goes into retirement with the mindset of I don't even want to do this anymore. But if I have to, I can still show kids up. And he comes back okay. and he shows everybody. I just I don't know how he did it, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Kudos, you know. So. That's definitely understandable for it to be up in that top three of yours. Now, I Am Legend, what's going on with that one? That is a very, very unique taste in a movie, but obviously it is iconic in its own sense because Will Smith portrayed such an incredible character. Yeah, I I think it's mostly because of Will Smith. Um, man, it, to tell you the truth, I, I think this one kind of hits uh, like a heartstring. Um, I, I think I, if I remember correctly... Uh, I saw this was one of the first movies that I really, you know, took time to sit down and watch with my dad. And man, the roller coaster that you go on, you know, Will Smith losing his family. Obviously, he's left there by himself. Um, and then, you know, just just trying to survive, understanding that he can't go out at night, um, locking himself in. And then uh, another human comes in with a with a fam or with a son. Uh, he ends up having to kill his own dog because of it. That obviously the most tragic loss maybe in, in movie history, right? He, he's got to kill his German Shepherd with his bare hands. Are you kidding me? You know. And so, hey, the plot was amazing, um, and he, he does end up sacrificing himself for for the greater good. Uh, you know, to get the the young lady. I, I don't know what her name was. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, to get the other two to safety. So. It was just a roller coaster, roller coaster of emotions watching the whole movie. Uh, it's just, just one of the memories I, I have of, uh, you know, one of the movies that I've sat down and watched with my dad. I think that's why it holds so much value. For sure. I mean, you know, typically when you watch a movie, 
with a parent or you know you you start to break that mold of all right son you can stay up a little later or you can watch yeah. the kind of movie now it's like that's a cementing moment for like you and your dad or you're like you you know if it's a girl you know your daughter and your mom or whatever it is it's the point moments like that you you get once in a lifetime or, or a few times in a lifetime and it's like those movies will forever stick in your mind but i mean to get on topic of the movie i i can't imagine like i talk a lot of shit Right, like I'm always like I don't need nobody. Like you heard that argument with Nick that night. All those yeah, years ago, yeah. that's an episode for another day. <laughs> that's a classic. Like, right there. That's not a classic. That was horrible. Stay um, tuned. Stay tuned, Cap fans. Stay tuned. So, like, I'm always talking like I don't need nobody. I'm all this, that, and the third. Like I can do things by myself. To be the only, to think, to believe you're the only human on the face of the earth that's left, or you know, in New York City, which is still massive. Right. Yeah, it, it's mentally trying. Like I go nuts. I, we, we all went nuts during quarantine just being locked with our families like this is without any contact this is with nothing this is him it's almost like the division like the video game like yes. you have to loot every ounce of every store and then find ways to survive off of anything you can find F- figuring out the time schedules figuring out um the, the the method of the cure figuring out different subjects where they stay like he had to legitimately keep himself so busy that he didn't go crazy and he still went crazy because he had to set mannequins up in the store you know Absolutely. what i'm saying like people miss that part like the mannequins weren't there like that's yeah. daily setting up those mannequins to make people to make himself believe that there are people still around and i think that that's it's huge mental health awareness and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like that's a huge thing and then like you said the uh the sacrifice that he made for society when he finally found that that uh that mom and that son was unlike anything else and yes that that moment when he killed sam it hurt that was tough man it was an immediate tearjerker as an adult if i were to watch it now and as a child so yeah maybe like bottom five moment of my life oh 100 percent. i didn't know i didn't want a dog anymore i said if i have to kill my own dog i can't do this and i never had a dog for the record what made it worse is that you know i had a german jumper at home so Oh, you must have hugged that dog tight. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. So, trying to get it on a brighter topic since this was such a sad, but at the same time, enlightening discussion. (laughs) Grown-ups, do you like one or two better? Is it the first? Uh, Definitely the first, man. Not, okay, not not to... Not to say that the second is bad, um, but similar to that Space Jam sequel thing, man, I don't think it lives up to, to the bar that the first one set. Um, it, it could also be because of, uh, maybe the point in my life that they came out. Um, I was younger, grown up one or grown ups one, obviously. Um, but man, grown ups one is such a heartwarming movie. Um, in the sense of, uh, I mean, obviously it's got, you know, a little bit of conflict, but it, the, the main part of the story is really, you know, spend time with your friends and, and, really uh appreciate your loved ones you know sac the, the things of the world are really not important you know work and and other things that take up so much of our time uh they they really act as a, a distraction to the things that matter in life and uh, i i talk to you uh nick and rick about it all the time man if if i had all the money in the world i would buy a cul-de-sac and build this each a house you me rick nick Dom, Brandon, I, I, all of us a house in that little neighborhood, and, and that's where we would live our days at. Because that spending time with friends and and family, man, that that's that's what life is all about. I think, um, and and in grown ups, you you really get uh, a sense of 
appreciation for everything. Um, it's all positives. Um, Adam Sandler making huge sacrifices, letting them win that bass. You know how much pride that must have taken, or, or, or how much humility that was. You know to let them win that game. And Adams made that bank shot 40,000 40, times. No way he was missing that shot. But, uh, you know, he, he, he put them in front of himself, and, and he understood that they needed it more than he did. So. Couldn't agree more. I mean, it's funny talking about certain movies that you watch as a kid, right? Like, we can say that we saw 50 movies, but as a kid, we took it as one message. You know what I'm saying? Like, Space Jam was just like, oh, this is cool, the animation, like, to Bugs Bunny, Michael Jordan... I am legend. Oh my God, I'm so sad. Like, what would I do? And now, like, grown ups, you watch it as a kid, and it's like, oh, you know, like, uh, what, what was his name? Lenny? Yeah. yeah. Lenny was rich, and, like, you know, like, it was really cool to hang out with his friends. Now we watch those as adults, and we get a whole different message. It's like, absolutely. It's, in, it's insane. Like you said, I, I never really thought about grown ups in the way that you just said it until you said it, because it's like, I don't know if it was just the comedy of it that had me distracted, but for you to be like, the main message is, you know, they were friends since they were kids. They always stood connected. Lenny made it big. He did everything he needed to do. Married the super hot wife. Emphasis on super hot, babe. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> Salma Hayek is, that's my go-to. That's the weakness. This is his weakness. It is. Since, since the day I met them, they know. But um, it's like that kind of message you don't really pick up on until later in life. And I've mentioned it a couple of episodes ago where, like, you know, you cherish your friends and you try to live life to the fullest in every moment that you can. So it's it's really cool to hear that other people share that opinion on, you know, friendships and everlasting, like, you know, memories and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of a group of people that I, other than you guys, I'm talking like as a kid, like they were best friends since they were like in middle school. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, that is, that is very hard to find, especially in 2020, in my opinion. Uh, people move, people grow old, people grow apart. Like for those friends to literally go to four different corners of the earth, or however many it was, what was it? Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, huh? Chris Rock, Kevin James, the guy that has the the, the three daughters. I always forget the actor's yeah. name. And then the guy that has the son that beats him up, Spade. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't remember, man. It's I, been a while. It's five, but it's five friends. Years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like the five of them literally going five complete opposite directions of the of the globe. Yeah. But every summer they're all fucking together, and it's just it's just really cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I guess we have moments like that. I mean, it's only been what five years this playoff series, right? Something like that. Right, right. No, and, and the truth is, you know, it's not that that time plays such a big impact, man. But but the connections that you make with people, you know, because I can meet somebody tomorrow um, that I have a better connection with than somebody that I've known for 15 years uh, only because, you know, you click on a different level and, and that's just how people are. You know, if you have things in common, if you're a caring person, you're going to click with that person pretty, pretty quickly. 100%. And it's funny because I always tell the story of how we all became friends. Of course, it starts with... <laughs> <laughs> don't say the R word. Don't, listen, don't do it. Listen, listen. Don't do it. Don't say the R word. <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm, see, but I'm, I'm gonna bring it back to before that. Before, okay, 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 okay. That. So, okay. obviously, the order of Nike went. What was it? Was it Nick first or you first? No, no, I am the OG. Okay, I so am the OG. It was AJ first, then Nick, then Rick, then me. Right? I came last. Right. I didn't know they're from a hole in the wall, and. 
I knew of AJ. I knew of Nick. I didn't really know Rick because he was in the back. He was in SNR, and I was in footwear. So, like, I didn't really know who he was. But ironically enough, that's the one who I clicked with first. So, I don't know if I've made it clear. Ricky is of Dominican descent. I am of Puerto Rican descent. Obviously, one is superior. We all know the truth. I am. All right, all right. So, uh, for those of you that are unaware, that was a joke. That is the stereotypical... What what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, stereotype that goes with Puerto yeah, yeah. and Dominicans. We always have to naturally hate each other. Um, and of course, I made a couple of jokes towards Dominicans, and then Ricky responded and rebuttaled quickly. So then that turned into a, a funny pun friendship of like you know just spreading jokes back and forth, and then it turned into a friendship of you know oh like I hang out with Nick all the time, and then this that and the third. Then I met Nick, and I thought Nick was a dick. <laughs> I thought Nick was an asshole. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, now that you know him, has your opinion changed? No, not at all. It's probably okay. worse. So, but it was worse though because I didn't know from a hole in the one I was trying to be nice. You know, what I was like, "Yo, cool with Rick." Like he says, "This is his boy. This is his roommate." And I was like, "Oh, the other roommate's AJ." But you were doing your own thing. You know? I was in Texas at the time. Yeah. No, you. I don't know. You weren't in Texas yet. I'm yeah, like, I mean, going away party. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was so, right like, before. Like I'm going away party for Texas, but yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So like I knew of AJ, but I didn't really get cool with the three of them. Excuse me, the two of them, Nick and Nick and Rick, until Nick tore his meniscus. I had torn my meniscus a couple months before, so I knew the pain that Nick was going through in the rehab. So Nick was asking like, "Does anybody have talent? All this, that, and the third, or something in the break room?" And I had some, and I told Nick like, "Yo, careful! You have to do this and that." Like I tore mine playing football. I know you tore yours, tore yours hooping, but I like I, I understand. Like I had the surgery, and after that, I think like everything got cool. And then like they invited me over to watch the playoffs, and I think the first series was that series that Dame hit that game winning shot against the Rockets. But yep. it wasn't that game; it was that series. Yeah, yeah. And I went to the house in Benita or the apartment in Benita, and then you were in the midst of like you said going to Texas. Right, right. So why don't you take it from there, AJ? Why don't you? Uh, okay, well, go with to that. tell you the truth, before Texas, I don't know. Okay, but as soon as I – well, even while I was at Texas, you know, I, I'd call to, to check in on uh, Rick and Nick here and there. Um, yeah, I, I always try to try to keep in touch with, with the people that are important, you know. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're hanging out with Kevin from Nike. And I was like, oh, you know, that's cool. That's cool. So uh, I come back from Texas, and um, Kevin is, like, hanging out with us consistently. And, yeah, I'm not upset about it. I'm all for having friends. And, and Rick and Nick look at this man and say – all right, Kev, AJ's back. Replacement AJ can go home. <laughs> how can? How are you going to call him replacement AJ? That is insane. I was like, who are you guys talking to like that? Granted, I didn't know the level of friendship that they had with you at the time, the bond that you guys already had together. But, you know, me coming in as a as a person that's been away for a while, I was like, man, that's not how you talk to people. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> you value this friendship or not? Um, but, yeah, man, you know, we, we just – uh, you, we just hit it off, man. You know, um, with with all of the things that we have in common in terms of uh, sports, um, even watching anime, um, and and that's something you share more with Ricky than with me. But I do I do appreciate uh, a lot of the animes that that we do watch. Um, but but man, just you know, if, if it's one thing that that you can do, Kevin, it's, it's hold a conversation. And if you can hold a conversation, we we can talk forever, man. Because uh, I'm, I'm not a rude person in, in the sense that, like, I want to hear what you have to say. I actually care. <laughs> and, and that goes for the average person. And so um, the, the more we hung out, 
the more the more we did stuff together, man, that that friendship just just grew between the four of us. So it just it just kind of you know we, we ended up moving to Timberwalk with Dom, and before we knew it, there were there were like five of us living in the house because Kev was staying on our couch every other day. I, I almost had to charge him for utilities for a little while. <laughs> it wasn't almost. I, I, I right. We did. I we did for a couple bit. times. <laughs> I paid for a little bit. Hey, hey, listen, listen. When when you come from where I come from, right? Not a lot of people have apartments and whatnot, right? So everybody lives with mom and pop in their apartment. So it's like yeah. my friends finally had a crib. You know what I'm saying? And, like, not an apartment. They had a house. So, to me, that was, like, oh, shit. Like, at the time, I was, like, yo, like, my, my best friends, like, my, my friends that I'm, like, really, really tight with. And, like, our cl- our group meshed, correct me if I'm wrong, instantly. Like, Absolutely. even when you got Absolutely. back, it was, like, you didn't miss time because it was just, like, we were all rotating. Right. And, and stupidity and conversation and fun. And I just, I don't, to me, again, I don't know, like, when y'all got the house... I feel like the friendship grew that much more because we legitimately were together almost on an everyday basis. Aside from absolutely, work. absolutely, and we were also close to your house. Benita was quite a drive for you. Yeah, well, I yeah. had to go to Nike every day anyway, so it was almost like it, was, it worked perfectly because y'all lived four minutes from Nike. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it, it worked. And, and one thing, one thing I will say, man, and and this is something that I yeah you, know, re- you realize a little more as you go through life uh, but you know this past weekend I was in Fort Myers unfortunately I couldn't link up with Kev um, but I was I was at the beach on Saturday with uh, Dom and, and Brennan and Danny for those of you that know them um, and a couple of Danny's friends and and you know uh, we, we were hanging out and I, and I just had this kind of like this moment where you take a step back and I looked over at Dom and I was like man like I, I really miss this like this uh, kind of communion, if you will, you know, like like getting together with a group of people and just just kind of having a good time and, and no, nothing crazy happening, obviously, but we were just enjoying each other and uh, enjoying each other's company um, and just spending time together, you know. And and one thing that COVID has done is it's, it's really kind of taken that away from a lot of us. Um, I, I mean, I haven't I haven't spent time. I, I see Nick thankfully every day at, at work. Um, maybe not so thankfully. I was about to say, but, is that really um, thankfully? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, get, I get to interact with you guys over, over PSN and, and whatever we FaceTime or whatnot, but it's just not the same as, you know, rolling downstairs and you're on the couch and we sit down and we, we watch the heat game. You know what I mean? Just just having that access uh, to be able to spend time and, and really cherish the friendships and, and the people that are important to you. So uh, I, I really had that, that moment this past weekend where I kind of stepped back and I said, you know, I'll I'm thankful for the memories that we had, but like, man, we, we gotta, we gotta re reconnect all of us again. We, we gotta go, go out and do something. Uh, hopefully COVID ends soon here, but so <laughs> we what, gotta figure what, something what out. What I'm man. hearing is, what I'm hearing is, I'm listening. You, see, so for everybody, for, for the record of the cast, we're Skyping. So AJ go. can see my face. AJ, I want you to yeah, look I'm at me. So, so you want, you oh, want to have another mimosa time. That's what you're telling me. Oh boy! Yeah, I will. I will have one more, only only because for the squad. <laughs> one more. Yo, honestly, I had that moment that you had this past weekend on our guys trip. Yeah. That like when we were all sitting on the balcony after we had eaten at the yeah. the, the Japanese food place. I forget where we went. It was fire. Um, we were sitting out there and we were just listening to music and we were just laughing. Yeah. Right then and there with the, with the view of Miami right there. I know you guys grew up there, so it's not that big of a deal. But to me, like, it was a full-on vacation. And mm-hmm. I sat back, you know, with my drink in my hand. And I was like, yo, like, 
we legitimately used to do this on the regular and the the the, the amount of time it took to process and plan that whole trip was like so unnecessarily tedious because we're difficult Absolutely. but when we come together and we have trips like that conversations like that nights like that it's like it's not there's nothing beatable you know what i'm saying like i feel like those are the most priceless moments in our lives Absolutely. and i agree completely like we have to reevaluate and do that again because it's like when we get together we have so much fun and you know it kind of sucks with covid and even without covid it's just you know our schedules are so different uh we got to find a better way to do this. Like, even if it's like once a month, you know, vice versa. Now I have a vehicle that can go from A to B and not just, you know, like A to half of <laughs> Thankfully. B. So, right, then we got to go pick you up at halfway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, when Rick did that, that was, that, out here that's why I knew Rick was a real one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I knew Rick was a <laughs> Rick talked a lot of smack, but then when he came to get me in the middle of Alligator Alley, I said, damn. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know. Rick, you and Rick got that love-hate relationship, man. Uh, it's it's like 80% hate, hate, but... It's, it's, it's 90% hate you, right? <laughs> But it's different. Nah, man, but, but, but staying on topic, man, something I, that I really, really, really look forward to uh, in the future. And, man, I, I hope we get there <laughs> the way the world is going. I don't know how much longer we got here. But, um, man, something I look forward to is, is taking, you know, those family trips uh, where, you know, uh, each of us and our significant others, you know, we go get a cabin somewhere or we go, I don't know, we go on a cruise. And, and just having that, having that time where where our families like grow together and, and we just you know our lives are intertwined you know because that that's that's the kind of relationships you want to build with the people that are close to you but th- those are those are that that that's a dream right there for all of us to be able to go on vacation together um with our significant others uh whoever they may be and and just really um enjoy each other's presence man like that that's I look forward to that. So you want to have a grown-ups version of us, but Spanish? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I don't want to shoot the arrow straight up and run until something. I'm, no, I'm trying to avoid all that. No, I got that TikTok thing now. You throw like a bucket or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, you know, you know I'm not on social media. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, all right. that's because you want to go and delete social media, act like you ain't never had it before. Well, yeah, sometimes you gotta make changes in life, man. Sometimes you gotta make changes. Yeah, you know, you, does that mean you're gonna be the the, the 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 friend that has the hot daughter? You're gonna be that one that like distances himself and becomes all. <laughs> Is that gonna be you? I haven't spoken to you guys. Why can't I do that? Why can't I do that and have a hot wife? Why 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 are those? Not hey, who's to say compatible? that the older lady wasn't hot to some people? Don't be rude. Don't discriminate. It wasn't me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, with, with the flow we got going on, Kevin, I don't know, man. All right. Oh. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna segue that, you know, transition. I'm not gonna give that any fucking thought. Uh, AJ, you were one of the people that I know when we met. You were just basketball all the time. That was the only thing that mattered. I mean, it's the majority of all that matters, aside from like work and family, of course. But you yeah. have since recently broadened your horizon and got into the football game, and and now you are very engulfed in fantasy football. Tell me what's going on with that, man. Why did that? Why did that all change? Man, I uh, I've always kind of enjoyed football, uh, but like you said, basketball has been my passion forever. Um, and I I think I think honestly, I could watch and talk basketball for the rest of my life until the day I die, and I'd be happy. Uh, but football, something that's kind of grown on me, like you said, and and what really made it impactful, I think. Cause, you know, I have played fantasy before uh, college started, but. Man, when, when I started playing fantasy, like, with, with friends and people that I could talk 
uh, garbage with like on a regular basis. That's what made it super exciting, man. And the competition and now like, excuse me. Now I, I listen, I listen to like fantasy football podcasts. Like I watch some YouTube videos and, and I'll, I could talk fantasy with you or Dom or Brendan for, for hours, for hours we could talk fantasy. Um, and so it, it's just, I think it also intrigued me like, you know, the analytics behind the game, uh, the stats that matter, the stats that don't matter. Uh, you know, it's, I love these, uh, dynasty leagues. Um, you know, the, the one that you were originally a part of, uh, with Dom, like that, that league, like I, I think my favorite time is the off season, uh, making off season moves, moves and, and trying to win, uh, the league during that time. Uh, if I can remember, uh, correctly, I think my biggest move this past year was, uh, not, not this season, but the season before was trading for Godwin in the off season. And that turned out amazing. He was wide receiver two on the year. So, uh, man, fantasy is just, uh, it's got, it's taken up a big spot in my heart. Um, and it takes up a lot of my time now during the football season, but I love it, dude. I mean, for for me to know that you came from like just like I said, hoping to just coming into fantasy hot and then jumping into Dom's dynasty league that I left, um, it was wild to me. I was like somebody, somebody I know that was always just like, oh yeah, the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? Like you were never really into like the whole spectrum like I am. I probably like, couldn't you even are. name you all the players on the Dolphins <laughs> at you, the time. You knew all the players on Dolphins. No, I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't. Oh, name I was like, I, I said, I'm, I'm calling bullshit on that one. <laughs> but to know that you came from legit, like, absolutely, like, no knowledge to running multiple leagues and then, you know, not only just doing fantasy football, but doing, you know, the sports betting and stuff, like, with the with the uh, the overs and unders. I, I don't even know how that works. And it's, just, it's crazy to me how you legit took it, ran with it, and now you're literally like leading the way if you wanted to with other people. It's, it's crazy to me. It's just it's so much fun. Yeah, man, I I, I, I do enjoy learning. I've, I've learned. Um, I, I would have disagreed in college. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, when you find things that you, you are interested in, like uh, for, for those of you that don't know, I'm a math teacher. And I would have never thought that I'd be a math teacher. But I absolutely love 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 teaching um and, and when you find your passion not not to say that you know fantasy is by passion um but but it is something that i'm passionate about um and, and when you find those things you really you don't need to be motivated for them you just kind of do them on your own um just a quick update on the sports betting like you said uh, we're, we're looking really good in this miami game so uh, hopefully we get hopefully we lock in the score <laughs> it's 45 45 37 miami um, oh, wow. but we took, we took the under at 220 and it's hovering at around 211 right now. So I'm, I'm loving this. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, man, I, I think it, like, I, like I was saying, it's, a, it also was so easy to learn because I had people around me that were interested in it, you know, um, like, and, and Nick, Nick has recently gotten into it a lot too. Um, but being able to have those conversations and, excuse me, and really find things that, um, that you guys have in common. And, and growing in those that that's what grows those friendships so much, man. Would you would you say Nick really has learned a lot? Because I was watching that draft. I don't know if you. <laughs> okay, he's learned a lot from where he started too. Okay, he's he's made progress. All right. <laughs> don't don't be bad mouthing my man Nick like that. Nick, I'm Nick, not bad mouthing your man. Bro. I, I got your back, man. Nick's, I said, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the, the running back landscape was tough. Okay, the running back landscape was tough. It's not, okay, well, okay, in Nick's defense, his receiving core is elite. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I give him that. It's just the fact that, you know, towards the end of it, he was kind of like, I don't know. He struggles in the depth part. Like, where, where, where yeah. me, Dom, Brendan, like, we really, like, now that you're getting there, now you are, like, succeeding at knowing, all right, up-and-coming rookies, who's, who's impressive in camp? What are we looking at injury-wise? Third string, fourth string? We just right. – we're really, like, in-depth enough to know, like, we don't have to – we don't have to let auto draft pick. Like we can find a gem in the thirteenth or fourteenth round with with high hopes. Correct me if I'm wrong. In fantasy football, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth rounds, most people leave. Yeah, yeah, I they just said it's auto pick. Leave. Oh no, no. I mean, Gio was watching me draft yesterday, and he was like, "AJ, there's only two picks. Are you gonna turn this off? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's too important right here, man. <laughs> Even if I'm gonna turn it off." But it's, so, it's funny because you, you say that and then, like, obviously, like, Geo was just – and Alex were doing their drafts. Or just Geo, right? Just Geo, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Geo and Alex are my little brothers. Um, so, like, Geo was – what was what was Geo doing? Geo was doing his first ever draft, and he doesn't know anything about football. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. I'm tell, uh, Like I was telling you before the podcast, uh, I, was, I was talking to him in the kitchen, and he was like, so uh, do I take Greg Olson in the second round? Excuse me? It was like eight years ago. First of all, he's a tight end. You don't take tight end in the second round unless his name is Travis Kelsey or George Kittle. What's wrong with you? He he's got a lot to learn. I just I, I find does, it funny does. because it's like you were telling him none of these people are going to play for you because he doesn't understand the depth. But like over the over time and over years, like he'll understand hopefully that you know these late rounds. That's when you take that. Okay, maybe maybe I take Justin Jefferson if he's still on the board. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't know his future. Maybe right. I take a a, a a Zach Moss if he's yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? Like certain rookies that you just don't know high about. Side, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, but fantasy's always been such an adrenaline rush to me. I mean, I've Absolutely. been doing it since I was 13, 12, 13. Absolutely, I I agree. And and you know, to kind of piggyback off that, like. The sports betting has kind of been like that too. I I can very clearly see. Luck, luckily, I'm not doing this on my own. Uh, Dom, Dom is like a, a voice of reason, and we kind of bounce each other or bounce ideas off each other. Um, but man, I, I can see how people get addicted to these things and kind of blow their whole paycheck and their whole lives away. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, you know, I'm, I'm I manage my money well, and like if if my balance goes to zero, like whatever, I'm just done sports betting. I'm not going to deposit more and lose my life, but. Um, but man, it does, like you said, add an adrenaline rush to these games, like games that didn't matter, you know, before when I would watch, uh, you know, n- no offense, Kev, but before they were good, uh, Dallas play against Phoenix, like, I don't want to watch that game, but now if I've got some money on the line, like, no, I'm interested, I'm rooting for someone. So it, it really, it really does add an extra layer there. Sports betting, fantasy football, DraftKings, you know, all those all these modern day era, you know, small time betting, like you don't have to go to Vegas anymore to you know, to, to do a little gambling in Atlantic City, you don't have to go to the hard rock. Betting is at the hand at the tip of your fingers. Like yes. you can you yes. can hit it big in literally a quarter of basketball or you can break the bank and be broke at halftime. All from the comfort of your bed. Yes. And that is <laughs> that's the dangerous that be very part. comforting, or it could be a heartbreak. I'm going to cry my eyes out of my pillow and say, "Damn, I just lost <laughs> all my money." Absolutely, absolutely. Actually, uh, you know, Dom and I talk, and um, we have a we have a goal that uh, oh, my mic almost fell. We have a goal that uh, if we make a certain amount of money, we want to fly out to Vegas for a weekend and play some live bets there. That I think that would be an experience. That that would be awesome. Cool. I'll tag along and I'll be uh, I'll be Doug. 
Oh, I got you, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, that's not the kind of night we're going for. <laughs> that's the night we're going to have because you know what's going to happen. Kind of we're going to have the happy Thank pills. We're going to have the wolf Thank pack Kev pills. slip something without letting us know. Said, <laughs> so, well, there goes everybody. Hopefully we find you guys tomorrow. You better bring Nick and Rick along too. Don't don't drag me and Dominus alone. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be the three of us. See, Nick's, Nick thinks too much and then Rick's just going to say no. <laughs> no to what? Going to Vegas? No, he's going to say no to the idea because he's going to go, what's in this drink? Kev, do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> well, then Rick can take care of us all, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rick's, Rick's going to be like, all right, you idiots go this way. I'm going to go this way. Oh, man. It's totally that, fine. That would Listen, be wild. We all have our personalities. We all know that I am the reckless one in the group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I guess you could say reckless. It, it's I'm, my job to talk card. you out of situations. That, yes, I'm the wild card. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Yes. So for for the podcast sake, we were actually talking about this a couple of days ago. We were trying to figure out what is our group good at, like what what is our Man. thing. I don't. I still I, I, I still thing. don't think we're good at anything. There's not one thing that we're good at. Although I will say that we are really entertaining when you put us together. Um, but man, like we can't be concentrating on something. Like we we start a Twitch channel for those of you that don't know. Um, and like well, they, know, the issue, they know for those that listen they know okay well the issue is that we can't be entertaining because we have to focus on playing well <laughs> and we can't do both at the same time because we're not even good at video games so <laughs> I don't know let Rick and Nick at. hear that okay they're, they're disgusting okay they're MLG they're phase. oh boy they're something else is what they are something okay. else so we were trying to figure that out and I was thinking about our roles like what are like what is our each of our roles. And I was like, I'm the wild card. I'm a little bit of the crazy one. I could also be emotional, right? So <laughs> okay. Nick, Nick is the emotional one, but also like the the grandpa slash dad of the group. The handy one. Nick is okay. the handy yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. correction, correction. Yeah. Right. Nick is the handy one. You're the you're the you're the dad of the group. I think I think that's a compliment. I guess I'll take it. I'll take it. And then I, I don't mind being Ricky. What is Ricky? What is what is Ricky? Man, Rick, like, uh, I love Rick. Rick is one of my closest friends, but he might be the douchebag. He's, like, he's that, the dick of the group. That, okay, that, might be Ricky's, that might be Ricky's role. Rick, Ricky's the dick of the group. Okay, as long as, you know, again, you just, I didn't say you know, it. You say what's what's on your mind without regard to the other person's opinion. That's the issue. It's or not- Rick can just, Rick can do the hand over the shoulder or the collarbone, and then it's, it completely passes the whole buck to one of us. <laughs> So uh, somebody come help! Somebody come help! It's just, again for the podcast clarity. When Rick is uncomfortable, or Rick feels like he's in a situation that he doesn't want to be in, he'll put his right hand over his left collarbone and he'll start rubbing it back and forth, and he'll start making the. Uh, and know. he'll That's look for somebody. No, somebody come get Rick, please. Before something happens, somebody come get Rick. He's not socially awkward. He just prefers to talk to people he feels that he wants to talk to. Yes, yes. He's very choosy on who he talks to. Yes. So and if you've held a conversation with Rick, consider yourself lucky. That's what I'm saying. You know, according to Ricky, consider yourself blessed. <laughs> I'm telling you, this group is an interesting group. I can't wait for the day where I have the funding in which I can provide like a four-way Skype, like maybe like a YouTube of the four of us. And there's not even going to be an itinerary. There's not going to be a script. There's not going to be a topic of discussion. It's going to be just the four of us either shitting on each other or just talking about something that makes zero sense. And we could spend the entire day there. Literally. More than likely. Yeah. 
Oh, Big Fred just texted me talking about the uh, extended storage. I forget what it's called. I'll text him about it later. We were just doing a football workout yesterday. I'm going on a tangent. It is what it is. Um, hey, do your thing, man. And I know that we always talk about this as well since we're on topic of the group. Me and you in particular, <laughs> we're always like, yo, I'm mad old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my, my body aches, man. I, I'm, I'm 25, but I feel my body feels like it's 35. And, and like, I, I obviously it definitely um, it owns itself to like me pulling my back so many times in college. <laughs> but man, like I, I went to play basketball with Dom. I was in Fort Myers, and dude, I woke up the next day and like my hips were so tight. They were so I wasn't I wasn't even running full court. It was half court, like three on three, dude. What is that? I I don't I, I don't know, man. I feel like I I feel like we're just we're not destined. To be proactive into our forties, we're gonna try very hard, but it's it's gonna be Kev, a painful process. Kev, I don't th- I don't care if I'm rolling in a wheelchair. I'm playing basketball till I'm fifty. Okay, until you sign me up for the wheelchair league. Yeah, what we, we say? Yeah, fifty. We'll see. We'll see. I, I okay. My expectation is past fifty, but you guys have really brought me down. All right, Rick says I'm not making it past thirty, but uh, I, I'm gonna set fifty. I'm gonna set fifty. Who's you guys? Okay, you're, you're, Sometimes you jump on that bandwagon, man. You know, you're trying to call us old on the podcast in front of everybody. What's wrong with you? Right? We are old. My body AJ. Is, we run up like, and down the court a couple of times, and we both look at each other and say, "Yo." <laughs> the difference is, yeah. you push through, and I'm sitting there gasping at half court on my my hands on my knees, saying, "I don't even know if I'm going to make it to six points." It depends what we're doing. If I'm being honest, like if we're playing basketball, man, I don't I don't care if like. I can't walk. I'm, I'm going up and down that court, and I'm going to keep playing basketball because I love it so much. But if you got me out there playing, I don't know, tennis, even football, like when I'm winded, I, I'm, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. But I, I'll tell you, yeah, yo, let's go play some basketball. <laughs> yeah, and you're your own worst enemy because you'll be like, yo, I think I put my back yesterday. I said, all right, cool, rest day. Rest, yeah, I'm going to put some shots. <laughs> And you know what, Kev? I had the right mindset because right now I have no access to no basketball. So I'm glad I took advantage while I could. Okay? Agreed. Agreed. I missed it. I miss it. I miss hooping too, man. Quarantine really screwed it up. I was just getting back into it right before, you know, with the uh, LA Fitness membership that I got with my job. I was hooping with, uh, shout out to Jared. We was hooping two, three times a week. We was having a really good time, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, yesterday, like I said a couple minutes ago, I was uh, doing, running some routes with Fred. And just, you know, trying to get loose and stretch and do what I got to do. And, like, legitimately, I felt it right after the workout where my legs were like, what the fuck did you just do to me? <laughs> so I, I definitely feel that, you know, when all four of us are on the court, for the most part, you're good. And, you know, Nick's okay until he gets upset. And then, you know, Rick kind of just does his own thing. And then I'm just the guy that's like, guys, you just play without me. It's five on four. <laughs> I think... I'm collapsing. If, if I'm if I'm being honest with you, man, that that might be like one of my favorite things to do is to play basketball with you guys, and and not because like we're gonna beat everybody, because I mean we're not we're not that good. We're at a height disadvantage in everything. Depending on the nick that we get, okay, Rick and I can only do so much. All right, but man, is it a good time playing together? Because, you know, it just like the movement and the flow and we all somewhat know basketball. And that's, that's the thing. When you play basketball with people that know basketball, it's completely different than when I go to the park and play with strangers. Because if you don't know basketball, like there's no flow to the game. 
But when we go, like the four of us, and we pick up a random fifth, or if we're playing four on four, man, I, I loved, absolutely loved those moments when we were in college because it was so fluid. We were having a good time. Most of the time we would win games, depending on the kind of day that Nick was having. Um, but it, it just, it, it, top, top 10 moments in college for sure. Dude, uh, I, I don't know why you hyped me up. You giving this, this, uh, the cast people, uh, a wrong message, man. I was okay, no. Hold on, time out, time out. I, I thought I made myself clear, but if I didn't, if I, I will clarify, okay, Kev did not really influence whether we won or lost the game. <laughs> it was mostly it was mostly on me and Rick, and then depending on which Nick we got. Because Nick would have days where he was Kobe Bryant, and then uh, R.I.P. Kobe, and then he would have days where... Um, Kwame Bamber- Brown. There's not a thing, not even Kwame. I wouldn't even do Kwame like that. Like, there's not a player in the NBA that I would insult. (laughs) (laughs) There are days. He has his days. He has his days. He has his days. And he knows it. He knows it. Oh, 100%. That's the best part. Like, I remember those days where it was legit, like, we're all lacing him up. And Nick will be like, the funniest part, he'll be like, all right, I'm feeling it. I said, well, you know what's going to happen. And I said, he going to throw up at least 10 threes and make one. Oh, my. And what, what was so what was so funny to me, and, and I, I think this is hilarious with, with most people, and I see this so much with my little brothers nowadays, but what was so funny back then is that, like, Nick would do the same thing and, and get disappointed when he got the same results. And so if he missed his first 10 threes, he was going to keep shooting threes, expecting to start making them. Like, how how dumb is it? Not just in this situation, but in life in general, to do this, to continue to do the same things and expect different results. That doesn't make sense to me. If I've walked into the wall six times and I've hit my head, why do I think that the seventh time I'm gonna walk into the wall and not hit my head? AJ, shooter, shoot! Oh boy, I know this. You have to be a shooter to do that, though. Oh my God, Nick, you hear this? That boy said, it's "Come see me in the gym, boy." Come see me at the gym, boy. Nick knows he's my dog, man. Nick knows I love him. Yeah, but you just pooped on him and said he can't shoot for shit. I ain't say that. You said that. <laughs> well, actually, according to Rick, he a better shooter than you. So that's that's on that. Rick said he's a better shooter than me? Uh-huh. Yeah, but Rick Rick is... I'm not going to say anything about Rick. I, I no, no, we're already... There. We're, come on, we're already out here. This is for the 104.61 podcast, man. It's an exclusive. Rick... Rick says those things, Kevin, but he understands that he he's. I don't even think it's a close second. I don't even think it's close. Damn, I don't Rick, even think. Rick, Ricardo, listen, do you hear this? Listen, I'm, and I'm I'm not one to brag. I I I'd like to think myself of a somewhat humble person. Okay, Rick is a better defender than me. All right, and Rick is better at getting to the basket than me. Okay, but he is not a better. That is the one thing that I pride myself on. I don't pride myself on a lot of things because I, I think pride is a bad thing. But he is not a better shooter than me. That guys, I that I can hear. I don't think I can exaggerate. There was a game. It was just a pickup game where it was me, Rick, AJ, Nick. I don't even remember who the fifth. It was completely irrelevant. It was a game to sixteen. I don't even know who was on the other team. Again, once again, irrelevant. And I shit all of you. Not you can you can believe me or not. I don't care. I witnessed this man AJ score fourteen out of sixteen points. I I wasn't all, but at the same time, I was like, let me not overhype this. But in, in my mind, I was like, this man just went off all by himself. 
And I think I had one of the other two points. I think he missed the three, and nobody was under the rim, and I put it back up. That was it. But I scored, so I was, you know, it was my claim to fame moment. It is what it is. But AJ came down the court, and he literally came off a ball screen, and he pulled, and it was wet. And I was like, okay. He comes down, brings it up again. Corner, Rick kicks it in the corner. I, I, I remember this vividly. <laughs> wet. I said, oh, my God. Is this going to be one of them AJ days that Rick keep telling me about? He proceeded to score the next 10 fucking points by himself. And I had my little one point kind of in there. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere trickled in there. But we won the game like 16 to 3. The other team couldn't hit, so it didn't help. The AJ was just in a consistent rhythm. But it was the point. Easily one of the greatest shooters I have personally ever witnessed with my eyes, like live. Okay. To that, it was amazing, bro. Thank you, Kev. I I appreciate it, man. But I just, I really want to clarify, like, that compared to real basketball players, (laughs) I am so bad. I said pick up. I said pick up. So please, nobody, nobody think highly of me. You know, I'm I'm not out here like Kyle Korver or Steph or Clay. Listen, they're going to send fan mail, bro. I'm going to put it in the, I'm going to put it in the post. Let me actually tell you this, this one, that the best shooter that I've seen in person. Okay. So, um. Joel Berry? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I only saw him for a little bit. Um, but uh, I went to when I went to Texas with Dom. Um, there was this kid; his name was Caleb, and he played at Southeastern University. Um, that's over in Lakeland, and you know he's he's like six one white kid, a, a little bulky, um, and he was like, yeah, you know, I don't get a lot of minutes, um, but but I, I'm a shooter on the team. Uh, you know, I've recently been injured, so that's why I've been playing much. Kev, when I tell you that, like, I didn't enjoy shooting around with this guy, it's because he would, the minimum that he would make, 16, 17 in a row. Minimum. Like, I, I knew as soon as he got the rebound, I was going to go take my shoes off. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not shooting anymore for the rest of the game. And it was so automatic that, like, he looked like a machine. Like a machine. Like, consistent every single time. Bottom of the net, bottom of the net, bottom of the net. Like, 18 straight. And... That, that uh, he's one of the best pure shooters that I've seen in person. So I mean, yeah, I, I love playing pickup, and, and don't get me wrong, I love shooting threes. <laughs> and and I'll have my hot streak, but man, am I nowhere near like really collegiate level athletes? My little brother's always asking me, like, AJ, hey, you were good enough to play in college? Like, no way, no way, not even close, man. Number one, I, I was. I I don't. Uh, I'm not gonna comment on that. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> number one, I wasn't athletic enough, and number two, like I, I just wasn't tall enough, and I couldn't defend. And when you can't defend, you can't play at the next level. <laughs> what you laughing about, man? <laughs> Yo, Rick, if you don't get on this next episode, I swear to God. <laughs> Why are you trying to start stuff? Okay, you know, you know, I'm playing uh, Destiny here tonight. All right, I'm just listen, starting stuff. Listen. Oh, you're not gonna hear this no month, but we're good. We're good. Oh, word. Rick ain't gonna hear this for a month. Rick behind. <laughs> um, I mean, that's pretty much most of it, if I'm being completely honest. I, that's pretty much how we run the cast, how I run my cast. Uh, just kind of random tangents. We had our, we had our, our topics of discussion. What did you, uh, what did you think, bro? I know you listen to a lot of podcasts between a lot of your other interests and the other one that you did with Dom, but what, what do you think about the 104, man? Mostly because you know I, I listen to to other podcasts for a reason, and and what I mean by that is like you know I listen to fantasy footballers for fantasy football, 
Oh no, we might be having some technical difficulties. Oh no, it says reconnecting. It is poor. Guys, you give us one minute. We're fixing it as we speak. I'm currently trying to figure out how this is going to work. That was going great. I did not think it was going to last as long as it did. But here we are, and we're still going to try All right. Anthony. We make it back? Yeah, we're still here, and it's still live. We're still good. Okay, all right. We made it. We made it. Anyway, like I was saying, um, uh, I listen to other podcasts for a specific reason. Like, I listen to fantasy football. football. I listen to my church stuff uh, to kind of, you know, get into the word a little bit. Um, but man, I, I love that your podcast is so diverse and that the, these topics are just kind of like a continuous flow. Like, I mean, look at what we, what we talked about today. You know, we talked about movies and then we went into fantasy and then we went into like our little history here as friends um, and, and all with a little bit of life sprinkled all over it. So, man, it's so diverse and, and you never know what to expect when you when you tune in. And, and it's just such good content. And I, I think you really you got a gift for uh for talking in front of people like this. I appreciate that big time, man. You know, like I know for a fact you and uh, the people I continuously mentioned, I'm going to continue to mention, you know, shout out Dawson, shout out Fred, you know, shout out Bryce and uh, shout out Isabel. Like always, always some of the first viewers that are always just giving me feedback. Shout out Reed, you know, people just like yourself, they'll say congratulations. They'll say good episode, but at the same time, they're as real as possible and say, Hey, listen, you know, like it was great, but Here's what I think you could do better. And I and I feed off of that. Like, I, I have a lot to learn. This is episode 14, and obviously 14 of many, but I think I've come so far from episode one. Absolutely. I think I have made improvements and strides to make the content better at the same time. And, you know, we're getting the hang of this whole guest speaker thing. This is my third or fourth application <laughs> of trying to have guests. But, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it, man. I really am trying, and I really do appreciate every ounce of support that I get from you guys. Yeah. And if I can, I can leave you with one one final encouraging note, man. Just uh, keep doing this regardless of the, of the listeners. You know that you you have a passion for this. There's going to be rough patches, um, but if you're consistent with the content, and if you stick to a schedule, and you you work your butt off like you do, it'll pay off in the long run. So just just stay positive and and don't don't get too lows in the valleys and don't get too high on the mountaintops. So just stay consistent. You got to find your medium. That's what I'm going to do, man. It's it's not only a passion for me, it's a love, man. It's like I said in the first couple of episodes, truthfully and honestly, this is just something that I have wanted to do for so long that now that it's here and it's continuous and it's it's flowing, we're like not in just episode, you know, 2 or 3. Like we're we're already almost at 20, you know what I'm saying? Like this Absolutely. is something that makes me so fucking happy. That I can't continue, you know, I can't not continue. I can't not let this go. Right. So, I mean, I just wanted to say thank you for being on it. I wanted to say, you know, thank you for coming on the podcast and, you know, participating in last week's entertainment. You know, I know there weren't that many people that participated. Shout out to the four or five of you. Yes, I needed to say four or five so everybody knows, you know. Shout out to Isabel, uh, John DeCostano, um, Dawson, and my boyfriend, and then you, AJ. You know, it wasn't that many people to choose from. But I do want to say thank you to everybody that participated. You know, just the drop of a hat. You know, I didn't get to post it like I wanted to, but the name that just fell happened to be AJ's. So uh, thank you to all of those that participated. And AJ, man, I appreciate you for being on the podcast, bro. Seriously, it means a lot. Hey, I appreciate you having me. 
So with that, I got the stat fact of the day. AJ, do you want to say it, the one that we had agreed upon? You want to read that stat fact out? Uh, you talking about Will? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just clarified, man. I wasn't sure what you put me on the spot. Um, so, in all of Will Chamberlain's career, he never, never once fouled out of a game. Not once in his career, which is insane. Okay. Now, a lot of I know what a lot of you might be thinking. I'm sorry, Kim. I might be taking over here. That's fine. I just want to get this thought out. I just want to get this thought out. I know a lot of you might be thinking. All right, man. Wilt was like seven foot three and playing with like the, the grocery dude that bags my my lunch at, at Publix. And like, yes, you may be correct. Okay, that may be true. But Wilt was actually an athletic freak. Like he was seven foot whatever, and he ran like a four four forty. That's insane. He had like a forty inch vertical. That's ridiculous. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain's career stats are like out of this world, and I, I can't even what it, his career stats. This is in fucking insane. Thirty points per game, twenty two point nine rebounds. <laughs> Excuse me. Might as well round it up. Twenty three. <laughs> like this man has so many nicknames. It's unheard of. Wilt the Stilt, the Big Dipper, Dippy, Dip, the Load, Big Musty, the Record Book. Like who the <laughs> fuck? The <laughs> Record Book. I like that. I like that. It just you know I I was going through stats and you know I always try to have something interesting or intriguing and I realized a lot of it ended up being NFL without realizing it because the Twitter page that I follow is all NFL stats. But I was talking to AJ, I was like, yo, I need something different. I need something random. And I typed in some random facts on Google and that came up. And me and AJ both went, what? Like <laughs> sixteen years of NBA play, this man never fouled out once. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the NBA used to be five fouls. It used to be your fifth foul was your foul out back then um i'm not 100 percent sure so i don't want to say yes or no I don't but know it, that, that sounds that sounds i know that's like what it is in college i know your fifth is you're out in college right 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 so i feel like right. I, I i don't know why i don't know if i heard that somewhere i don't know if i was watching a documentary about something but i feel like back in the day you had one less and you would figure a guy that's that me. much bigger then everybody would, you know, incidental contact. And again, you know, it just, it's not the same that it is now. You know, we'll poke somebody, it's a foul. But I don't know. You think it would be a little bit easier for a big guy to foul somebody Man. two feet shorter than him? So, it's, like you said, 16 years, not a single foul out. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. I mean, uh, didn't Braun first foul out like a couple of years ago? Um, I don't know. Look that up real quick. I, I, I like I know Ricky would know, but I know that like it was a few years like recently, like his Cleveland day, like I think it was a playoff game too. Like it was his first career foul out. I can't remember. I, said, I mean, he is a very good defender without fouling, and he's so physical. Um, let me see. So he was first ejected. <laughs> first game he got ejected was game one thousand and eighty-two. <laughs> And then Wilt wasn't ejected until in fifteen year career. You said one thousand what? One thousand eighty two. Wilt had a, a one thousand forty five games and he didn't foul. So Braun played forty more games and he ain't found nobody. He didn't yeah. foul out. Oh, oh well, mm, I, I don't know if that's fouled out. That's ejected. 
So he's only been ejected once in 15 years, which is insane. Um. Well, no, he has fouled. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Disregard everything I said. I don't know. No, I don't know shit. That was his first ejection. Um, <laughs> Braun has fouled out eight times in his career. Never mind. Okay, which is not a lot. Honestly, that's that's still impressive, I'm especially done. in today's no, day and age. Garbage. I'm over it. All right. There we go. <laughs> Fans, I'm sorry. I've, I failed you. I've betrayed you. Nobody's perfect, Kevin. We all make some mistakes, man. God damn it, it's my podcast. If I say something confidently, I want to know what I'm talking about. Shit. I'm about to send you the Hannah Montana song. Get the best of both of them. No, man. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> that's Hannah Montana. That, that's not Lizzie McGuire? No, I think it's Hannah Montana. Man, I don't know. What? You think I'm a Hannah Montana expert? <laughs> you like said it so Spanish? confidently. I was like, is that? I'm like 80% sure. 80% sure it is. Uh, the second you say Hannah Montana, I think the best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. I suppose like, you're not diverse. You only know one of her songs? I mean, Come yeah, on. I, think, I think so. Come on, do better. Do better. Do better. Not, no, I only watch. We're not getting into another segment, man. It is what it is. Okay, so. Oh, God, you just you frustrate me, man. I swear to God, on my podcast, I want to slap you. All right, it means I'm doing something right. What? Getting on people's nerves? So that means Gio and Alex are doing something right? No, no. No, they're doing <laughs> something very wrong. <laughs> but, man, that's, that's the wrap of the episode, man. That's episode 14, man. AJ, again, I just really want to thank you for being on the podcast and uh, showing me all the love and support that you have over the last couple of years, man. So big shout-out to you, bro. Thank you, man. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. Appreciate it. Hopefully we can have, uh, like I said, the four of us get on here and we can all just shoot the shit and have a pretty free, open-reined episode, man. That's That's the goal. Yeah, that'd be a good time for sure, for sure. Well, that's a wrap, everybody. Tune in next week, you know. Hopefully we'll see if Ricky rebuttals. Who knows if maybe Nick rebuttals. Find out on the next episode of the One Podcast. All right, everybody, have a good night, man. Later. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts, and... Hear the culture. Electric acid.